Arnold Schwarzenegger is one of the most iconic people in modern history. For kids growing up in the 80s and 90s, no one exemplified the raw power of masculinity and reaching for your dreams like the governator himself. And we love Arnie, the cigar-champing, one-liner-spitting killing machine from the world of bodybuilding to movies to politics and back to movies again. That's why we're exploring all the movies that made the man what he is today. In chronological order. From the beginning. I'm Mike Evan. I'm Stephen Lyons. And this is... I'll, I'll Be, be Back, back Catalog. I like this. You should do that. Now play the music. And we're back to season three of the podcast. I'm Mike Kevin. I'm Stephen Lyons. It's happening. It's, we're back, baby. And of course, today we're talking about uh, The Running Man. One of my personal favorites. You, know, you wouldn't do this alone. you got to have friends. Oh, we've got the wonderful Raw Comedy Quest semi-finalist. Maybe even a potential finalist. Just like a day. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. It'd be weird if I was just a semi-finalist. Oh, that sounds very cocky. I didn't mean to start off that gung-ho. Well, by the, by the time this comes out, Josiah could very easily just be a semi-finalist. Hopefully not. I believe in myself hey, a lot. Josiah, you'd be in good company. Because I am a semi-finalist good job Mike thanks <laughs> I nearly called you Stephen but then I remember Stephen oh, was a for your third time on the show you're doing great <laughs> and we have uh, sitting next to me is uh, actor comedian star of Gary of the Pacific and creator of the web series Subject Dad is Josh Thompson hi hi everyone I'm very glad and it was a great note Joseph. I'm just going to write everyone's names down now I noticed you wrote your own name down in there as well yeah there we go Okay. <laughs> wonderful to be here this is great very exciting would you say you're the creator of uh, Subject Dad or the co-creator because I feel like your dad yeah I mean he's certainly taking a lot of credit for it um, but to be fair <laughs> he wrote the emails but I sort of filmed arranged produced um the whole thing so yeah no he's a creator that's fine I give him the credit that's fine which is a what it's a, a series where you dive into the emails that your father sends yeah my dad sends, sends um, quite weird emails to uh, us boys and sons and um, then uh, we then I read those emails to my friends and then we reenact, we get my dad to reenact them on the farm because we're not quite sure what he means <laughs> one of my favourite emails he sent was um, goats outside so I don't know what that meant. Like, <laughs> so, I, so I don't really know what goats outside means. And so we, we recorded me and another guy talking about what does goats outside mean. For, we went for about two hours, so we didn't figure it out. Um, and Dad can't remember. This is like a drunk history, but just a sober dad. Essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think there was a goat outside, but it said goats outside. So possibly more than one. Yeah, I mean, we're kind of... We're kind of doing something dead right now. We should probably. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You'll never get out of this. So um, we had, Josiah, we had you on in season one. You joined us for the iconic documentary, The Comeback. Yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Which was as memorable as your pause tells us. So since then, uh, we had you back to talk about The One with Jet Li. Uh, yes, I was there also. And, and are you feeling like your Arnold Schwarzenegger journey is uh, is becoming more rich and full? Uh, yeah, I guess I've got, a lot of, I've got a lot of Arnold in my life now, I guess, twice as much as I had before. Two, two movies? Yeah, two movies. Or one and a half, because one one's a half. documentary. I still can't, it's a full, yeah, I don't know. Have you no. only seen two movies? No, I've, I've seen, oh, right. I, I lied before. I've seen other, I've seen other Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, but they're not as been as important as these ones have been right. out to be. I'm not really into Arnold that much, but you guys are cool. I like you and Mike. So I'm right here. So, oh, yeah. I'm I've never met Josh less before. than a meter away from you. Josh seems okay. But, but Josh, you are an Arnie fan, right? Yeah, of course I am. I um um 
I was a big fan of Conan the Destroyer growing up. We had, it was one of our earliest. Don't revisit that. Uh, but it's incredible. Uh, um, it's then VHS definitely tapes. don't revisit it. We recorded it. We recorded it. Well, I assume someone in our family recorded it. I was too young. Off the TV, but didn't quite get the end of it. So I didn't know how it finished for about eight years. And I didn't also know it was a sequel. And so it was uh, what? so very confused when I... Can you remember when it finished? Yeah, um, he goes into like the... Uh, um, the mirror section. Wow, that's early. Oh yeah, that's the second act. Yeah, he goes in and he fights like the big thing where he has to smash the mirrors to kill it. Oh, no, no, he comes back. No, that's right. He comes back and he's got like the horn. No, he's about to grab the horn. Oh, oh he rips the horn off. Yeah, and then it stops. I mean, to be fair, that's pretty much the apex of the movie. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. After that is like the Star Wars um, scene where they give them all awards. Oh great! Yeah, cool. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah right. it's the one where she becomes the queen, yeah. and she like takes his whole his whole party. Yeah, but then you get there's that awesome bit where he's sitting on the crown, and they go. Um, That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I became his chronicler, and there's a lot more adventures that they're coming up. They never came up. No, they're so, coming up now. No, they are right. Of course, they come up. They're uh, they are making uh, the the pun and the king. Yeah, it's in pre pro. Are they? Are they? Yeah, we're told. We're uh, told. But also, they're making triplets. So we'll see when all of these sequels come out. That. So I grew up with Conan the Destroyer as well. Right. Right. Which right. We were the target market yeah. I think you know like young boys who were like yay smashing stuff is that the one where he's swinging the sword at? the Conan the Barbarian is the one where he's by the beach doing training that's uh, after he's resurrected um, but so were you an action fan as well did you like yeah yeah we had, we had Commando as well um, and uh, that was an ama- amazing piece of cinema and then it was also my early foray and just saw more sort of adult stuff because um, Red Heat which is much more which much we'll, more gritty we'll talk about uh, that in yeah, that yeah, next yeah. episode Red Heat is uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and James Belushi yeah um, classic combo classic combo yeah. and his, uh, his uh, alarm on his watch uh, gives away his position so I always became paranoid of setting an alarm on my watch in case somebody knew where I was they ruined watches for you yeah wow that's so interesting what a specific thing to take away from that movie <laughs> I like that people are like I saw Jaws so I didn't want to go in the water Josh goes I saw Red Heat so no alarms yeah I was, I've been late for everything ever since including today <laughs> well, this is all very negative but this might, <laughs> might might be one of the greatest movies of all time I just want to get that out oh I love it this like, movie is so quite possibly possibly the best movie that I've ever seen in one time. And I've seen a lot. Okay. More than two? Yeah. More than... yeah this well, is definitely in the top two of that I've seen for this podcast. Great. <laughs> I do I absolutely I do absolutely love Running Man, so I'm very excited to talk about it today. And and know that we're not poo-pooing on Arnold. Alright. <laughs> And I hate to poo-poo on him. We're just saying that sometimes he uh, is from an alternative dimension where people are cartoonish robots. <laughs> And they deliver without emotion. But he does it well. For yeah. how passionate he is about working out. He's like, there I am, I'm working out and I'm having a great time. And then you're like, okay, here's a woman you love. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but this was great because he got to run around. Actually, this is one of the first ones he didn't really have guns for until the last uh, last scene. Mm. Um, then he was just fucking sniping it. Oh, well, he was killing it. Oh, yeah, d- uh, different movie though. That would be called The Gunning Man. The Gunning Man, <laughs> which I believe has a different title, Commando. <laughs> when I was typing this into my phone, it, it also corrected it to The Robbing Man. <laughs> which would be a very different film, wouldn't it? Hey guys, that's, that's terrible, Mike. I'd never try comedy again. It was horrible. <laughs> Come with me. 
<laughs> now just come with me. It's the rubbing man. <laughs> Every movie has a happy ending. I could just, I could just do one where it's just Arnold Schwarzenegger doing his like fucking lines and call it the punning man. Oh, no. Don't laugh. Oh, slow, Don't laugh. Slow, slow, slow tiny clap. <laughs> Two finger clap. Mike, tell you, Mike's going to give us a synopsis. Then we're going to have a very short break. Okay, so this is, a, this is a longer synopsis, but we'll get through it. Oh like Jesus, the, it is. Like the intro, it's, it's very long. Oh. So the year is 2017. The world economy has, has collapsed. The United States has True. sealed off its borders and has become a military-controlled police state. In the police states, America has become criminals have a choice. They can serve their sentences in prison, or they can take part in The Running Man, a government-owned violent game show where contestants run for freedom are pursued by stalkers, wrestle like bounty hunters, but one man has yet to play. Former LA police officer Ben Richards, for how convoluted that is, it was quite an easy film to follow, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> like, realistically, the actual synopsis is there's a game show and, and criminals have to run through the game show. A falsely accused man breaks the game show. Yeah, for modern people, it's Battle Royale on TV. Yeah. I like the wrestler-like bounty hunters. They're just wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, just, just wrestlers. they're just murder wrestlers jumping out there with their murder toys. But we'll discuss this after the break. It's showtime! Oh, it is. Oh, this movie. I think we have to start. <laughs> at, like any good movie, we got to mm. start at the beginning. Please. And uh, I'm very excited to talk about these typefaces. The no. font was incredible. I was the, a big fan of the font. Oh, delivered by Sega. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that um, I had a really, really drove me insane was um, but at the start, it's got some uh, text that says, by 2017, the world economy has collapsed. Food, natural resources, and oil are in short supply. But there's no space after the comma from food. <laughs> it's food, comma, no space, natural resources, and oil. I think there's either an extra space there, or they didn't put space. There's no space. Oh, yeah, no. There's no it's space insanity. There. Wow. Insane. Out of all the crazy things in this movie, this is the one. There's no space. The movie starts, there's no space. How many millions of people have seen this and gone, ah. That's a rocky era. That's surprising. That's, uh, Nobody, I mean, yeah. That also, that is testament to how much I zone out when people put text up. I, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff, stuff there to swear. But the red, white text on red too is really hard to read because it bleeds together. Yeah, it's not yeah. pleasant to, to look at. Well, I mean, the, the absence of a space is probably the most. I mean, I felt physically sick. I know you were very angry. That's bad. I, mean, I know it's not called the grammar man, but I thought at least. At the very least, someone would go through and do a spell check. At least be an attention to detail, man. <laughs> Come on. This was, we jumped, I like this though because we jumped straight into the riot. Yes. Yeah, yeah, well we jumped that straight into cool. what appears to be uh, somebody's idea of what the inside of a helicopter might look like. <laughs> that is a spacious helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> They're all just like hanging out and the back rows slightly raised so we can yeah. see all of their faces. <laughs> it's so weird. It's, what I find quite confusing about this incident, so basically... This guy works in the army. He goes into the helicopter, and they say, "You got to kill everyone." And he's like, "No, nah, I'm not. I'm not going to kill everyone." But isn't no one else seems to be phased by killing everyone? So it leads me to believe that they kind of go out and kill everyone all the time, or like this is the one time he's been like, "That's too much." Yeah, either that, or like it's, it doesn't seem like it's his first mission. It's just 
It's very hard to... Uh, I found it weird how when he's sitting there looking at the scanner and somehow he sees it as people, whereas all I could see was missing now from Pokemon. <laughs> Like this is, no, this is a this is a generation gap because uh, you know uh, I saw it as people, little like uh, like fleshy colored like single pixels Dots? flashing. Yeah. Oh, that's people. So it's like, classic top down people view. So with like the white ones, like men, and the gray ones were women, and the slightly lighter gray ones were children. I'll be honest, I don't see, uh, I just see people. <laughs> and, and that's not about me being open-minded, that's just because there's no definition in it. It's and just... you are clearly not open-minded, I've seen you when the mics are off. It's <laughs> very, very horrible, it's very horrible to be in the same room as you. Like you would have had a better view of those people by looking out the window. <laughs> that's what, well, actually, because he does say stuff before it comes up on the screen, so it's probably why he just looks down, he's like, they're not armed. Yeah. There's women and children is just looking out the window and they're scanning, scanning. They're right there. I can see them. They're very sad. They're hungry. But it's great. This is the... Uh, Josiah's gone. Well, can just, you remember this bit? No, I can't remember. <laughs> I'm still stuck in like... There was writing at the start. I can't remember there being writing. Have, have you watched the same movie? Yeah, I, oh, I think I did. They were sitting in the helicopter and he was like, I won't kill them. And then yeah. the other guy like, starts to beat them up on a... On a yeah, it's kind of the crux of the whole film it's yeah the, it's the whole reason and oh. then he gives that beautiful speech where he's like the hell with you oh no I thought he did it. I thought he was guilty <laughs> <laughs> you watched this whole movie <laughs> thinking he was an anti-hero I thought he was the bad guy no, 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 no. <laughs> um, but so they have the, they, they cut through and then we do the train the transition to the future jail yeah you know, right. future labor camp yeah <laughs> I love so I love future when they do future and everyone has masks on. Yeah. Um, but this was one of the few times that I'm like, oh, they probably actually need masks. They're working. Yeah, but then they have those masks on and then they use phones while wearing those masks. Yeah, how, yeah. How Difficult. the fuck would that work? Like Difficult. this. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I always find strange in these situations as well. They're often probably to make it look cool, but they're they're at some sort of steelworks or something. But someone's like cutting bits off the building. Like, like, are you cutting the building down that you're currently working in? Like, yeah, they're counterproductive. Or yeah, you're thinking that they're achieving something, but what it is is half of the inmates are building a building. <laughs> right, right. The other oh, half are right. disassembling the building that was just a built. Genius and, prison. Yeah, they just move around. Drives insane. Drives <laughs> insane. I'm sure I just built this a week ago. <laughs> and, and there's always some guy with like a wheelbarrow with stones. Like, you don't need those stones. <laughs> That's cruel. Yeah, fill it up. Yeah, knock it over. Now fill it up again. Yeah, and it's everyone gets divided man. into uh, periods of human history. So you have the, the <laughs> stone guys, you have the steel guys, <laughs> the bronze guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought the reveal of Arnie coming in was great. With oh. him, like with his little ginger beard. Oh. Carrying a gear down. As someone who... <laughs> Yeah, right. He's just carrying it around. Yeah. There are rules to Arnie movies. Yeah, he needs right. to be carrying something when you introduce it. Really heavy, so... Like, even if it's his daughter, yeah. or, or a log... Yeah, or cutting wood. Cutting wood. But, all of those are just the intro to But you don't have to, like... When you look like Arnie, you don't have to go, by the way, he's quite strong. <laughs> yeah. Like, you've done all that. It's there turned up some muscular. confusion in the 80s it's just like, over his appearance. By the way, these muscles functional. Yeah. yeah, it's like there's some guy in the middle of America being like, oh yeah, he is strong. I bet he could lift things. But uh, when I realized that they were like organizing some sort of coup or riot or something, it was such a strange, like he walks in with this girder. And then he's standing there, and then he, 
everyone's looking shiftily around he's like okay we better keep a low profile and then he goes and like biffs the girder like which well, yeah in my head there was some guy off, off screen going oh my god oh my god help <laughs> the gun sound was i the only one who noticed that their machine guns seemed to be making like magnum oh yeah like totally like a shotgun blast yeah they were like yeah. massive shotgun no, blasts that's the future though this is oh yeah it's the future yeah it's 2017 what, what, what i can't imagine it. what things will be like quite strange was the guy who was in charge of security like having the fence up or fence down has a suitcase with the pin number in it and the pin number on his screen is almost as big as the screen so you can see it from like the guy's like 100 meters away looks over he did look over his shoulder you could i could see those numbers at home it was, it's so bad. The problem was the guy who designed it has terrible vision. <laughs> uh, so it's the only way that he could work on it. Uh, the ATM number cues must be very weird. Everyone's been very, <laughs> very covering of their. Uh, you have to, their, you have to like go with a large like shroud. With a blanket, yeah. Six, nine, five, nine. <laughs> <laughs> Six, five, three, nine, X. Watching him enter that number each time was oh, yeah. tedious. Yeah. Still like, relevant this movie. That's what I'm saying. It's like watching my dad trying to put in a Wi-Fi password. <laughs> Just capital Z, capital Z mm-hmm. to Z. Why mm-hmm. do you keep pressing two? Mm-hmm. It's not a two. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yes. Give it to me. Give it to me. Just give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> But the driving, like the driving action point of, of this whole scene was just watching a guy enter numbers into a computer slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, it was making me very frustrated. <laughs> Don't run through; it's not down yet. <laughs> Perimeter deactivated. Oh. Perimeter. I would love to recut it with just footage of my dad trying to put the Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole like, and this is like emblematic of the problem with the whole movie it was there was no sense of geography for the whole thing mm. there's just action taking place but you didn't know what was connected to which where and when no it's set in LA that's what it's like <laughs> I found that in the helicopter in the helicopter scene where he pushes the guy pushes Arnie out and he's hanging him upside down from the helicopter because of the way it was shot because I had no idea I was just like Arnie's in a chair Arnie's upside down there's two guys looking at each other and then Arnie's back up the right way, and I was like, "Oh, right, he's hanging out of the helicopter." Oh, he almost. I didn't realize it. Oh, yeah. Just that. Uh, right, there's oh, a helicopter scene at the start. Very relaxed now for some reason. I should engage more. <laughs> <laughs> I say, like, I just watch films and I don't realize how much I don't pay attention. You went so into the details. That prison was pretty cool. <laughs> so, do you remember the prison breakout? Oh, breakout! Yeah, yeah they run. Yeah, they run out of the prison. And that guy's head explodes? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. What's his name? Chico? I don't Chico. imagine that. <laughs> yeah, That's right. Chico. What was yeah. up with Chico? Because everyone else seemed to know it was him. He had to yeah. go. Yeah. It was time. He's not well. Yeah, you know his name's Chico because um, everybody said his name about 10,000 times. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why I remember that. <laughs> Chico. Mm, Chico. No, Chico. Chico, no. No, Chico. <laughs> And then all of a sudden we find out that the director's nephew's name is Chico. Why why did they have that scene? It's weird just to kill off some character introducing To show us that the neck things were scary. I I, I, I automatically assume they were scary because they were on their necks. Yeah, but it was different in the 80s. We had to really tell you what was going on. This might have been the first sort of, you're into a lot of sort of dark neck explosion yeah. stuff on the internet this is the sort of first time <laughs> this sort of stuff happened this is groundbreaking <laughs> yeah, groundbreaking yeah, yeah. it's just a Saturday for you that sort of stuff um, I will say I also noticed that the credits came up there was still credits going but the director's name came up 
and I looked at, I had to stop it and look at it was 10 minutes 10 minutes, <laughs> ten minutes into the movie people have been going the wardrobe assistant to Sarah has been popping up onto the thing because I think that we were still uh, transitioning right so that we were transitioning from credits at the end versus credits at the yeah, top you've got to it's 10 minutes this movie's got to start at some point <laughs> so my question is <laughs> if these TVs these massive projection TVs yes. are broadcasting all the time how does people sleep how does they? How does people <laughs> sleep with all this noise? They seem to be in like uh, central areas where people congregate. And then, on top hot. of this, Killian's like, we gotta get our ratings up. You don't, you're the only thing being broadcast <laughs> to the whole city. How are they doing the ratings from this show? That's true. If it's the only one. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, not, it's not exactly, how's your ratings? Well, we've got 150 vagrants watching. <laughs> What's They'll their purchasing back. power? <laughs> yeah. We've got that demographic on seal. <laughs> Unless they also control the gambling. That's how they oh, make their money. Maybe. I guess their target demographic is all of the old white people who are in the audience. Yeah. Who I'm assuming are tourists to LA and come in to Maybe. You know, yeah, they are like the people like Agnes who we'll talk to later. Um, I love Dave Arnie's uh, incognito outfit of a gold gym. <laughs> vest. Oh, oh yeah, the Bob the, the Builder. The world's gym. Yeah. It's like a world's gym shit. It was so so it was like he just sort of turned up for the shoot and he's like oh, I've got your costume he's like oh, no I'm okay no I'm oh, good to wear I, my friend's shirt I'm just going to wear what I've got on is that okay oh it's kind of set in the future yeah I'll just wear this <laughs> can okay we, okay can, can, can we put a construction hat on you <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, what I find is that, is that bodybuilders have that sort of rip from the top of the collar a little mm-hmm. bit down the shirt which I thought would be like if you're going to rip that because you're so broad like, don't you just need a wider shirt? It's like that's just so your head can fit in. But bodybuilding doesn't make your skull bigger, does it? No, it's no, it's not so your head can fit in. It's so your whole traps in your neck can, because it changes like uh, the way that your t-shirt would fit. Uh, it's going to be all like weird with your shoulder, like your neck traps. Uh, okay. Because they have weird, because they've got those super strong necks. Before we went incognito, though, they had to get their neck things taken off. Yeah, oh, right. Which was our, our first stogie, oh, right. right? And then yeah. like, Fleetwood Mac, was that? Yeah, Mac, yeah. Fle- Mac Fleetwood. Yeah. It's like, is it Mac Fleetwood? <laughs> and his name is Mac. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but also the... And they aged him. They made him look older, right? The amount of like, so Arnie's forcing. We uh, we like to talk about Arnie forcing cigars in. Yeah, this yeah right. Such a forced oh, yeah. cigar moment. Well, he's got his forced T-shirt and his forced cigar. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. well. He has a rider, right? Like these are the things he has to have in. I don't understand why he was such a cocky dick from the get-go. Have you seen him? He's a fucking. I think it's a big unit, man. You're allowed to do what you want. Yeah, he's yeah. like a mouth of prison. I'm gonna hop on this thing and go down to get out of here. I'm gonna go see my brother. Yeah, he went to his brother's place. Have you ever heard about the brother? Oh, yeah, yeah the brother's apartment. Yeah. yeah, no, but like, what happens? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, oh, he gets taken away. away. What? My brother used to live here. Oh, he's not here anymore. All right. Yeah, that's all right then. He can't deal with that. He's a, he's a, here's the thing. He's not into politics. He's into survival. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. on the run, man. But he's lost a family member that he's looking for. And he's like, uh, okay, it's he's, enough. Yeah, wrongly convicted. <laughs> he's looking for his brother, who's also wrongly convicted. Wait, wait, wait. He was looking for his brother. His brother was in the apartment that he... No, I know, but, but when he got taken away, that wasn't his motivation, was it? He was just trying to get out of the country. Yeah, yeah he went to his brother's place to yeah. try and get out of the country. Yeah, but then he, after finding out that he'd been taken away for re-education, he was like, oh, okay. Oh, that he's, hurts he's my gone feelings. Yes. 
That's what I thought. So I was like, oh, they want to. Okay. No. No, I'll go to Hawaii. Everyone knows. <laughs> Family is a means to an end. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like re-education was just basically he's dead. I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, so we could, we get the introduction of Killian. So, 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 but Mick Fleetwood. So Mick Fleetwood is from Fleetwood <laughs> Mac. Mick Fleetwood's from Fleetwood Mac, and in this movie, his character is called Mick. Mm-hmm. Also, there's a guy at the end called Sven, who's a security guard, whose who name, real is, name Sven. is Sven. And also, there's a guy called. There's uh, a guy who as uh, a professor. Taru. Oh yeah, Professor the Sub Zero. Sub Zero. He's a he's, he is a professor, or at least his name. Is his professor. recent name is I Professor, and they call him the Professor. Yeah, they're all just using their own name. You might think that this is lazy screenwriting, or is it brilliant? But <laughs> well, because here's the other thing too: is the movie itself is accidentally very meta. So when they show, uh, it's not an accident, my friend. <laughs> it's not. Perfect. So when they show the audience the footage of Ben Richards in the helicopter, it's the same footage yeah. that they showed us yeah. as the people yeah. watching yeah. the movie. Yeah. So is the movie documenting itself and able to play back? And therefore, wouldn't it make sense that all these people just have their normal names? I love, I love how they call it edited footage, and then they've got like scenes, like they shoot some of the action. From Arnold Schwarzenegger's point of view, like they put the bird in, like the gun goes to the I'm like, this is very obviously edited. How is the public being tricked by this? Yeah. Hey, Jeff, we just need you to come in. We're doing some point of view shots. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll do the butt thing. Yeah. yeah Killing was great. Oh, yeah. Killing was. Uh, Killing's so good. In this if movie. we can just go back to Mike Fleetwood, just briefly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You could edit this bit out later because otherwise, what other words said. But like, Mick uh, like threatens him and says, "What the hell's going on?" And Annie goes, uh, "I've seen too much. All I've seen is a bunch of low foreheads who think they can change the world with dreams and talk." So I've googled the phrase "low foreheads." Um, it doesn't exist. It's not a phrase. Oh, it's like he's thinking Neanderthals is ready. Right. I don't know what he's thinking because he just said two words that no one's ever used before in the entire life. Yeah, he's no, he's meaning like the Neanderthal, uh, like this bit. Yeah, but you can't say that. You if, can't if just you have a massive Neanderthal void. He he's trying to coin a phrase, like uh, previously Sub Zero, now playing Zero. I was looking for the characters. Don't try and make low foreheads catch on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just in the back. <laughs> Stop trying to make fetch a thing. <laughs> That is uh, really interesting, though. Yeah, is that like we? I love it when colloquialisms come up but don't exist. But that's kind of cool because like the idea. Is, oh yeah, it is it, the future. It's the future. The joke's right. on me. We've just revealed how foolish we are. Yeah, this yeah. movie is genius. What you don't realize is there's a really popular like comedy show called Low Foreheads. Oh, which is like The future version of Jackass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it's pro- I, I, I'd like to move on to talk about Killian. I don't know what you're <laughs> I thought Killian's intro scene was such a good who am I scene. Oh, good. Because it's like love and admiration and admiration and then the, uh, the janitor makes the boo-boo and he's like, all good. You're all good by me. You're doing great work. And then as the elevator doors close, he's like, I don't want to see him in here ever again kind of thing. I thought he was going to end up in the game, though. I thought that would have been a nice, like, the janitor? just random the janitor, like, walking past him. The guy with the chainsaw whacks his head off. I'm like, yeah, you have crossed Kelly in my friend. <laughs> he's still got his mop. Or whatever. Yeah, and Joe Snyder, I wanted to choke him out and have his head pop off or whatever. Whatever, whatever you're doing. It's just kind of... Massage his neck. Just... <laughs> mm. what, what did you think of Killian? 
I thought it was really cool. I didn't like it. Like, he seemed like a nice guy until he was being mean. But I thought, <laughs> <laughs> if, I was, if I didn't, you know, get that peek behind the curtain, I think he's a cool dude. I thought that was why it was so great, right? It's just that quick turn right at the end. Yeah. Oh, one of the cool moments the, the, here was we got to the Captain Freedom uh, exercise. Oh, oh yeah, so that's so but good. This is what I think makes this movie, for me, such a great sci-fi movie, is all of those details, like these yeah. weird little tangents that they're so happy to go off on. Yeah. There's a lot of world building. Yeah. Like, jokes on us. Like, it's weird watching it uh, 31 years yeah. later and it being like, oh, this is not that unbelievable. It's not it's remotely unbelievable. It's, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the bit during the advert, though, where, um, where Jesse Ventura went from being, like, normal and then flipped upside down for, like, one line. Oh, he pops up. He's doing, like, a brain <laughs> yeah. bash. Like, he's doing a pop. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird. Is it weird? <laughs> <laughs> just, I love how like a, like eighties everything was like how in the future they thought like it was just even more eighties. <laughs> the eighties was just going to be a volume knob that just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. That's like they were like, oh no, we've definitely peaked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this is the way it is now. Eighties <laughs> were one of that time period, right? Though, because seventies, like things weren't more seventies in the future. They were completely different. Yeah, if, like seventies sci-fi was like jump suits and shit yeah and then in the 80s they're like no this is what it is now (laughs) (laughs) although in this movie they're like this is what it is now it's super 80s but also what if we threw him in a jumpsuit oh that jumpsuit was incredible that was that reveal Uh, was amazing I could watch him walk around in that jumpsuit all day long I I like that apartment though the one that uh, the brothers apartments which Mm -hmm. are like weird Egyptian like frescoes on the wall yeah they look like they've been taken out of a pyramid it was a very it was decorated very 80s did you notice the Egyptian frescoes in the apartment, just like. No, I didn't. I was because the lady was in very revealing clothing. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> they yeah, I also. Unnecessary 80s I only went on doing my aerobics. I actually like it because the thing is, like, if you're working out in satin lingerie, then it gets, like, it's nice and clingy. So, like, when your sweat <laughs> connects with it, and then it, like, doesn't move as much, so I feel stronger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he destroyed a floor? Yeah, that's yeah. 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 That was so easy for him too. He was just like laughing the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was that, one-handed, eh? He was a real yeah. asshole to her too. Yeah, like, unnecessarily. Oh, look at all this contraband, cassette tapes. <laughs> <laughs> they are found weird as well because later on she's got like video discs, which are basically the same size as the SD cards. Oh yeah, that's but true. The yeah. point, and the thing is, pulling out like reels to reels and like tapes. It's like. Why is audio harder to to <laughs> compress than like video? That's like, <laughs> this is insane. That was not consistent technology. No, here's the thing: is because I uh, I, I uh, pegged that too, but I thought that it was contraband because it's old. So yeah. it's like old recordings that are now not allowed. They're on the censored list. So of course they'd be in an old medium. So if you think about it, like people who have like old forty fives. Oh, jokes on me. This movie's brilliant. <laughs> I kept getting fooled by the genius of this movie. The, that's uh, the moment, right? That makes sense. Although he had cash. She had cash and he's, he's like, oh, cash, that's, <laughs> this is censored. But then later on, she's at a vending machine and her friend's like, do you have change? And everyone's like bidding. Yeah, people are like bidding. Cash. This cash is illegal. Right? This is very illegal. Mess. Someone would shut it down. What the hell the fuck is money illegal? Pardon my language. <laughs> <laughs> we ne- you were never told not to swear. I'm just so angry about the fact that money's illegal. Yeah, that's weird. Because money's... I would have thought it'd all move to like debit cards. Maybe like a credit system. Yeah. Most future dystopias. I thought everyone had their money in a time stamp on their arm, like a Justin Timberlake. Movie. Yeah, I remember but that. Nobody was. 
And his mum was the same age as him, and I was like, I can't believe this. Let's get back on okay, track. Okay, let's get back on those. They're at the oh. airport. He has that amazing shirt on. That his he's got some great, great lines. Like as much as I find his acting a bit off. Um, that thing where he, where he says, uh, she says, uh, I'm going to throw up all over you. He says, go ahead, a one shot on the shirt. That was uh, <laughs> fight. The timing on that was perfect. Which makes me think, and the audio sounded good as well. So I think maybe naturally when they record him, when he's really doing stuff, he's actually brilliant. And then when they go to do ADR, he's terrible. Yeah, he can't imagine the situation. <laughs> <laughs> he's too hard for me. He's still, I don't even know. <laughs> I've already done this. We're like, you're on the screen. Just imagine that you're back in that. Thing. But I'm here. I'm in the booth reading. There's a bit where uh, Kellyanne is watching him. Uh, and I picture, he's watching him on another TV and it's him running. Yes. And, and he's like looking for candidates and he sees him like outside the room and goes, pull that up in this room. Yeah. And he says, hello, gorgeous. Look at that mother move, and they're all like watching him in slow mo. But Arnie's like running over rubble, and I don't know if you've ever like run over rough terrain. He's going, I, 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 I. The slow mo is so very uncoordinated. There's a very unflattering. Yeah. Man so, that one, but when um, when the police come after him at the airport, and he just like pelts, he he runs fast. He was doing yeah. like that T two run too, yeah. like blade hands, yeah. where he's like, he just run like a machine. I think that's how he got the uh, part. Just got, what's it called? The Running Man. Watch this. <laughs> wow, wow. Look at well, he's, he's really making his way around this movie studio. Talking about the, the recruitment process and the yeah. people that they were going to see, did anyone notice the um, baby face? The what? what there was a baby face on the wall. Oh, yeah, it was a child. Yeah, they were like, there's like the baby face killer or something, and it was literally a baby. <laughs> Yeah, what a great. Who's, who's doing this research? Are you picking for two? <laughs> no, no, no. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. Or jokes on us. That guy actually looks like a child. Yeah, but I was picturing like a muscle, massive muscle. The thing that really caught me as well, to sort of help build Killian's character, there's a guy walking around, a sort of effeminate guy walking around with like a plate of savouries, and like <laughs> it keeps following around, following him around, trying to feed him them. But Kellyanne's so rich, he doesn't want a savory. I was like, yeah, I was like, I understand this guy. I understand this movie. This movie is incredible. But that's why I love the world building, right? Like someone went in there and they're like, wait, who is, why, why is this guy in here? And the director just goes, that's the guy who he's not going to take food from. Yeah, yeah. Killian's... That's an amazing detail. You know how rich you are if you turn down free food. Yeah. And yeah. a guy whose job is specifically to follow you around with a plate of savories. Good detail. The guy wouldn't last long near me. <laughs> He's done. I really, I really like the details. Well, when you when um, Kelly was like, "Get me the president's agent." Yeah. Uh, that was such a really interesting like facet of this of this movie yeah. about capitalism and all yeah. that kind of shit. It was really interesting. And then even when Ben Richards gets walked out to go on the show, and he's like, "I'm your court appointed theatrical agent, yeah, yeah, yeah theatrical yeah. representative." Like, that was yep. super cool. Well, but we skipped. We skipped over climbing for dollars, uh, which is a show I would watch all day. Oh, the, dog. the dogs. Yeah. Look, future's scary. Eh? I don't want to. I don't want to be there. Well, it's 2018 now. Mm, yeah, we we moved past it. Ah, they were wrong. <laughs> oh, when, when is it? Twenty seventeen. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, what did I watch it last year? Uh, <laughs> ruined. 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 The whole thing's ruined. Why well, bother? This was actually like we're 30 minutes into the movie now. Uh, when they get to Showtime. 
and they do Showtime, and uh, we're bringing in like the stalkers. It's all happening. Things jumping around. Oh, so, 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 so. one thing at the airport when he's like running through the airport, they shoot him <laughs> with like a net gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know that net guns are invented in New Zealand? Oh, good. What? Yeah, for catching deer in the hills, like people go up in helicopters, lean out the window, and fire uh, a net gun. Basically, a modified shotgun out the window, and then helicopter uh, the deer into their farm. I feel like some Kiwi guy was watching Gladiator and was like, "Holy fuck! Look at that! Look no, at no, that no, no, no! Imagine no. if you put that in a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking put that net in a gun. <laughs> Same thing, but school. Yeah. All right. Was, was anyone grossed up when uh, when he stabbed his theatrical agents in the back with a pen? No, no, that was awesome. Oh, that was pretty cool. I was like, I wish I had the courage to stab someone in the back of the pen. Yeah. I can't believe that theatrical agent was surprised. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, yeah. you're about to die. Here's, here's my back. <laughs> Take this blade. Here's my scrotum. But then, like, we had that really long process of him getting prepped for the thing, which involves him getting a bunch of injections. Oh, yeah. Which went super explained. Yeah, what? Nah, it's just for tracking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought they were going to, like, he was going to, like, get to, like, a point and nearly kill everyone, and then they are going to shut him down. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like a Escape from New York kind of thing where there's like a bomb inside and yeah. you can detonate at yeah. any time. And That's a good point. Yeah, that was weird that they just injected yeah. it. Yeah. Just health and safety. Good I mean, if check like, up. If the, the only reason they drugged him was so that they could put him in a jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we, often, we often, you know, like have to draw straws to see who's lucky enough to put the inmates into their jumpsuits. <laughs> they were Adidas, by the way. They were what? Did you know Adidas? Oh, Adidas branded. Yeah. They did have some good oh. branding in here. Yeah, the the keyboard in that apartment had the world's biggest. Was it Casio Electone or something on the side? You could. Oh yeah, there's a castrol oil when they come oh, God, out yeah, of yeah. the yeah. shoots. <laughs> the fonts are too big in this future. It's too big. No, everyone's vision's getting bad. They're going, okay. That's good to help. Too much screens. Just, yeah, that's too much screens. Uh, I do want to briefly touch on um, how mean the dancers were in taunting him when he came out. Oh yeah, they were all over him. They're like these sexy '80s dancers, like well, throwing their thighs in his face. I don't think it was mean. They were, they were like, "Well, they're gonna get him aroused. They know he's about to be revealed into a jumpsuit." <laughs> 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 yeah, that's <laughs> like literally threw the like right up in the air and just put it on his shoulder for yeah. a second. And then all of a sudden, Killian's like, "It's showtime!" They rip off his suit, and he's just got this rock hat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, this dancers are very sexual. <laughs> This is your fault. <laughs> this is not fair. You are the animals. He's <laughs> just walking up there going, think about baseball, think about baseball. <laughs> no, think about the fact that you're about to fight for your life. So then it was a bobsled in time? Oh, we can't go past the bob. Before he goes in the bobsled, he says something to kill him. I've written it down. Uh, I'll, I'll, be back. I'll be back only in a rerun. He says, I'll be back. Now, that's from a different movie, isn't it? No, that was, he no. took it. So it started with um, Terminator. He did it in, uh, actually, Conan the Destroyer. I think he had, like, an almost, like, yeah. Um, but Terminator, he cemented it, but he took it from that movie and basically used it in his career. It was in his contract that he had to say in every movie subsequently. Holy shit, for yeah. real? Yeah. That's yeah. fucking true. What, 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 really? Because mm-hmm. he wanted Did he put it in his contract or did somebody else? No, he oh, he did. He was all about marketing. He was all about branding himself as He's the guy who said, I'll be back. Yeah, but you don't, like, you've got enough going on. You're, <laughs> you're already a massive Austrian bodybuilder with, like, a gap in your tooth and, like, with guns coming out. You don't have to go, also, there's three words I like. 
Yeah, yeah, I do. I'll be back. Let's get it in there. Yeah, cigars. Oh, really? For so in his contracts for the movies up until the mid nineties, he had to be able to say, "I'll be back," and he had to have a cigar scene. He had a, he had a lot of like fringe toxic masculinity uh, identifiers that yep. he was like, "I need to have these in there." Oh, that's so, God, because the director would be like. Because you've either you got to like... actually come back in this, is there? Yeah. <laughs> just have to... I'm like, I forget my keys. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back and I walk out and I'm like, I'm just kidding, I've got, I left my keys here. <laughs> okay, I, okay, let's just do one take as scripted without. I'll be back in it. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. I'm going to say it all the time. I'm dying. And I, and I love you, and it's very important <laughs> that you mourn me, but I'll be back. No, you just died then. No. You just, you just, uh, I suppose Only in a Rewind was a good subversion of it, though. Yeah, it was a great subversion. Although, this happened right after, uh, so so he gets seated, and he's all comfortable, and they lock him in, and they're like, uh, you know, but you're a good guy, and you, you know, everyone needs their friends. Then they turn their friends around, and those guys are so <laughs> like he just in jumpsuits, like all scrunched up in this weirdly like fetal position. Yeah. Well, can, 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 can I say Yafet Koto, who's the the African American mate? I'm not sure if uh, he's a wonderful actor, but I'm not sure if his when he's in an action movie, he's very uncoordinated. Yeah, he's gangly. very gangly, and I'm not sure if that's brilliant or or like a terrible. There's nothing like seeing an action scene, and some guy looks <laughs> like a guy in PE class who is, is having a bit of a rough time. I think it was like to contrast against Arnie, though, like him and like the the white dude and the glasses, and he's very like the nerd. white. <laughs> yeah, it's right, the nerd right. dude. They were very contrasting against. But even the nerd dude was still kind of buff. Just, he was slender. He was, yeah, in yeah, like comparison. They, they all look like spaghetti compared to Spaghetti. So then they did like the world's worst hyperloop, yeah. which just looked like a Willy Wonka nightmare. Oh, and it that, looks so oh, that was awesome. Yeah, that was like, so long. I, I, I have flashbacks from uh, uh, Willy Wonka. In the, yeah. uh, don't somewhere. bring your, your no, Willy Wonka no, issues into this movie. That, that was oh, awesome. Oh, uh, we're not up in the tunnel. Yeah. You know they put a, a shot, a shot of a chicken's head being cut off in there. Yeah. yeah. If you look at a look, look at it on YouTube. They're singing that song and there's a shot in Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory where they cut a chicken's head off. It's like half to, a second. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were yeah. talking about in the Running Man. I was like, oh, no wonder it's so disconcerting. <laughs> <laughs> it goes on way too long. Oh, there's, there's yeah. no need to watch <laughs> people do that for so long. <laughs> I look so fun. I, yeah, yeah we would go on that ride, but fuck, we don't need to watch people do it. I yeah, wish it had fun. a little bit more of a high tech ending. Into a niche. Like I love how grungy it was, but I also hate it. Yeah. Like yeah. I loved it if they'd faked like magnets or something where it came down and was like gook. Yeah, but then they used to get down there, and then there's like five like Mad Max cosplayers on dirt bikes. I'm glad you went with Mad Max. I when I was watching it, I was like. Guys got lost in the way to the leather daddy. <laughs> Real weird. Now, something that I don't understand in general about the game. So they've got these, from my understanding, the game has these stalkers and they each have a quadrant. And it's, they're called four quads. And for him to win the running man, he's got to work his way through the four quads, right? Mm-hmm. And in some three, other, hours. three years. And some other people have won it. They've won it. Apparently. Apparently. So then, then he kills someone. Everyone's like, oh my God, I killed a stalker. And then the guys, the guys on the phone says, that's never happened. It was bound to happen sooner or later. Yeah. So how do these other guys ah, win? They actually played by the rules and just keep running. 
So is it just a guy <laughs> running? How did they how did they run fast enough to stay away from people who have jetpacks, yeah. motorcycles, awkward ATVs, ice skates? Uh, the ice skates. Ice, well, to be honest, the ice skates is probably the easiest one. Is they're out there just sprinting and Sub Zero's like tippy toeing on his ice skates. But how, how do you get out of the ice rink? Well, I don't know yeah, how, how the do other guys without killing someone. Yeah. Yeah, unless you just realize Ben Richards is the first person to be like, oh, we can just kill this guy? Yeah. And then, and then. Killian, it's me. Nobody else worked out. You can just murder these guys and then they can't kill you because they're dead. (laughs) So if that's never happened, then how come there's a bunch of stalkers? Like, why are there four people? Yeah, one of them's going to do it. It's very. There's there's some flaws. There's some flaws in the the logic of the the game itself. Because also, the show's meant to last three hours long. They're running for five minutes before someone's like, okay, I'm going to send Buzzsaw out. Yeah. No, Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero goes out first. Old Professor Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero, the the first Asian person in the movie, gets introduced by a gong. (laughs) 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 Which isn't the best. For the 80s, it was quite diverse. There's a a, a South American woman, there's a bunch of African-American guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there were some white men, thank God. Oh, yeah, thank God there were some <laughs> white men in positions of power. I was very disappointed, like, how all the stalkers have names, and they're, like, names that, like, are already established now with my pop culture. That's true. Like, Sub-Zero is, like, the Mortal Kombat dude, and then they said Dynamo, and I was thinking that little magician guy was going to come out. <laughs> I think he did. <laughs> Dynamo is one of the most amazing... That was an amazing one. It was like, yeah, we've got a guy with like a, a sharp ice hockey stick and a guy with chainsaws and the guy who sings with like can, a, a can, laser. Can we get him some laser <laughs> armor? Laser tag vest on him. Yeah. Yeah. He seemed like very much the nephew of an executive. Yeah, yeah and he goes, opera. He throws out some opera bangers. Yeah, into it. Yeah. He's got a tiny car. And, and <laughs> what other like, features should we give him? Let's make him a bit rapey. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, but to make up for it, can we put him in a in a clown car? <laughs> does, does, does he have pants in the other scenes, or is it he just does. Scene that doesn't have pants? <laughs> but this shot when uh, when him and her are there early when he mm. gets interrupted, he is still in a very oh my god uh, a salty position. Yeah. It's gross. Um, He's so gross because he's yeah. played for comic relief and he's got this very dark undertone to him. Yeah, this very clean undies. We're going to get back to Dynamo as okay, we go Sorry, on. sorry, sorry. Because we have uh, Buzzsaw comes in. Um, you know, here's my thing. Weiss is the only person driving the narrative of this movie forward. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah everyone yeah. else is like, game show, game show, game show. Weiss is like, do you remember the resistance we set up? We need to further that plot. Uh, and then he has to like, decode that thing with the completely impenetrable button system which had like a like winding buttons yeah, exactly. yeah. Just like eight buttons I don't have to crack this code well it's good it's, your keyboard's got eight options you'll be fine you'll be fine mate circle square oh, that's not okay circle square triangle uh, so Buzzsaw had all of the guys have like a little bit of a weird thing right all of the stalkers have yeah, because Buzzsaw awesome. had Richards I love the saw the saw is part of me and I'm gonna make it part of you yeah, because they were all wrestlers. They're you can all... tell, like in this reality, they were all they were all ex wrestlers, and now uh, they're just like murder machines. But bringing a weirdly sexual energy oh, to a one, lot yeah. of the stuff that they and did. also like, yeah, he, right. he got killed by having his dick split apart. Yeah, so, his so. voice goes up as well. Come on, come on, come on, That was the only bit in the whole movie that my wife laughed out louder. 
<laughs> you watched this with your wife? Is that funny? <laughs> and she's like, because they destroyed his dick. Uh, for, for a blood sport, though, the audience seemed very not into the blood sport part. Yeah. Like, why do they yeah, give yeah. A, a damn if uh, Buzzsaw gets killed? Okay, I guess because it's like having a favorite wrestler. Mm. Yeah, because these people have been doing it for, and they've talked about how like Buzz was last oh. year's champion. I've only ever yeah. seen him murder other people, not not get murdered oh, himself. I thought it was awesome. Though. I thought it was really like the potential for the, for the whole thing to be very. This sounds weird. Very sort of two dimensional and average. Like having all these wrestlers with these larger than life characters, like seeing them in their like, dressing rooms, like watching their friends die and stuff. It was quite. It was really yeah. quite cool. Yeah, I was. I went through an emotional. Roller coaster, and I don't think if I'm right, I'm right. I mean, but but it was really right. no, because you had that moment, right? Like we saw Fireball go, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go out into this, and you saw Captain Freedom be like, oh, jeez, yeah, like, oh, is this happening? Yeah, like Fireball goes like, yeah, get him for Sub Zero. Like, it's just like, oh, I thought it was very unfair that Fireball could fly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> although to, right after they just went in a building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I can fly and shoot. Oh, they're in a building. It was like a minute of them just running after them. It was like a minute of them all running out of the corridor. We were going, uh, uh, <laughs> very heavy. We'd established how far the flamethrower could go earlier on in, in the in the movie. And they were running within that flame distance. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just shoot them. But that's the hunt, that's what everyone likes. But the, wait, but even before that, so talking about the audience taking turns and uh, go, uh, undergoing change, Buzzsaw gets killed, they're mortified. Dynamo doesn't get killed. Like, and the audience oh. are like, no! Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like that to me has a deeper reading of they love Buzzsaw, yeah, but yeah, Dynamo, yeah. a bunch of them didn't like Yeah, he's the, <laughs> he's the worst. He's the worst. He's, he's just, like, out of all, they, made, they put the whiteboard up and put, oh, what can these guys do? And the guy, the, anything that anyone didn't like got put into one character. I feel like Dynamo is probably like the Chris Brown, Mike Tyson guy. Where, like some people still love him, but he's got like a real shady past. And all the guys are going, Hold up, let's hear out his side. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kill him. Just kill him. Um, so he killed Buzzsaw. A lot of these deaths had double tap puns, too, right? Yeah, that was all of them. Did, didn't oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, Oh, no, let's give it another pass. What it's happened like, to Buzzsaw? You... He had to split. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The double tap together. Sure. All right. Um, but then they had the uh, the Skype call with uh, Killian, who was like, they oh, just yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you notice? Um, uh, not sure if it was then, but Killian, there's a moment in the office, and they're sort of panning past sort of other uh, shows that they've got on the network, and one mm. of them is a big poster of a show called The Hate Boat. Which I sure must be a play on the love boat. Yeah, so Killian, the guy who played Killian, was in the love boat, so that was a Oh, really? Yeah, he did an episode. But also, the hate boat, doesn't that just sound like every reality TV show now? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you just, we put a bunch of people on a boat and they hate each other. All right, great, the hate boat. I'll watch that. I would watch the hate boat. People would watch the heck out of that. Yeah, yeah. You want to watch, like, it's a a bachelor married at first sight survivor that takes place on a cruise ship. Yeah, and they just throw on one knife. Yeah, <laughs> see what happens. The hay boat. But yeah, I don't want to double tap one line of things. It was like when uh, when they kill Fireball, and it says, "How about the light?" And it follows it up like two minutes later by saying, "What a hothead!" I was mm-hmm. like, "Pick one." No, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. super. That, that's enough. 
like that like I turned to Arnie and said that's enough down mate you've just uh, killed a man yeah. like, like you're literally adding insult to injury but you're adding two you're insults you're afraid I'm going to make an ignite of it <laughs> as they're walking off just all day uh, he feels pretty burned okay mate okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I guess this is a flame war <laughs> Like, you imagine just walking around with a dude killing people then like cracking jokes you used to, yeah. <laughs> you used to light up my life yeah. don't think that trying to lighten the mood like, <laughs> it was it was no match for me he has a wife and kids I love that with this game show though like when, when people did die the dancers had like a, a dance of mourning like, yes in their back pocket <laughs> they're like oh we finally get to do the dance uh, so they had the goodbye dance but before the goodbye dance they had Agnes who they got up and she was like and he's uh, like who's gonna uh, who do you think the next kill is gonna be and uh, she was like that boy's one mean motherfucker <laughs> oh what a delight oh people swearing oh yes. Uh, and, and, and they also had uh, right after that they had a callback to the shirt uh, they had the um, woman who was in the running man now um, she, she was like me and my big mouth um, we should have just taken the trip to Hawaii and Ben Richards is like I had the shirt but you fucked it up <laughs> that was great where did we get to the captain what? saying that he wasn't going to fight yeah this is a, he came in with a mad like tax suit and he's like no I can do it and just a jump he looked so much vest. like a He-Man figure with he that did. outfit on he looked ridiculous it was great that big metal monstrosity and they tore it off and it was all flimsy tinfoil <laughs> it's like I can do this in a singlet and they're like, we'll do it then. But that was the annoying thing. It was like, they built this up. He got really excited. And then we watched a fake version of that fight. Yeah. And then never a real one. No. We yeah. didn't need it. I like that because he, he where, said, where I'm not going to do it. And then he left. Where did he uh, go? He went yeah, home right. to see his wife. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Oh, you're busy making aerobics videos. I don't need this. Yeah. That's another bit I really liked as well was uh, how they mapped his face on like the other guy. Like, yeah. It's like, it looked pretty good. And the eighties that were well, people were going, oh, I never, I never do that. Well, jokes on you, eighties. We're doing it right now. Two thousand eighteen. You got it right. That was super good CGI. I thought that was Arnold Schwarzenegger. What, <laughs> what, what hurt my feelings though was there's one super fan sitting at home being like, hold up. <laughs> That's the time Derek got murdered. <laughs> All right, I definitely recognise that specific murdering of an inmate. No, but that happened. That happened they went off and filmed that separately. Oh, because they had a stuntman. Yeah, they, oh, they killed the stuntman. They killed the stuntman for it. Oh, that must have sucked to be the stunt. Like yeah. the whole time, the stuntman's like, "Whoa, you've got a bit hard, bro." Yeah, <laughs> just bounce my head off the chairs. Oh, no, cap. These spikes are very sharp. Did you check these? Yeah, yeah. Did you check these? That was a funny thing. Like after after the after Ben Richards was supposedly killed mm. in, in the narrative of the movie, they had like a, a like a talking dead version of the show, <laughs> which is like Killian going around and talking to people about the aftermath. Yeah. I just I, I would like to see the alternate version where Chris Hardwick comes in. That description. But I also I loved how much the the show just kept happening too. Like anytime we were around, you could hear him talking and stuff going on. The home edition. Did we talk about that? Yeah, yet? What is the home oh, edition? Oh yeah, I'm so happy. Oh, the, okay. the Running Man home edition. That was it's great. basically mousetrap. <laughs> it's mousetrap with a different skin. Or Clue. <laughs> Cluedo. <laughs> ah, I killed him with the buzzsaw in, the, oh, in quadrant two. In quadrant two, <laughs> oh, we're basically at the final fight, right? Yeah. yeah. They bust in. He's like, then Arnie goes, "Shut him." Yeah, that was cool. And then, then bring, brings in Sven. Who, this is another reason I like the movie. Like the whole time, I thought Sven was gonna like there's gonna be some massive showdown between Sven, Killian's bodyguard, 
and Arnie the whole time. And then which those two have fought a bunch of times. Yeah, right, right. In fact, they fight in red heat for the first uh, like kind of to destroy. And then because earlier that's right, Kellyan burns him. He goes, "What do steroids make you deaf?" That was a good line. That was a great line. That was in the eighties to that bunch of dudes. Like, yeah. well, but cat, mate, take it easy. <laughs> Watch like it. But it's like it was such a great moment of muscle men unite. Yeah. <laughs> he just looks at him. They look at each other, and they're just like, "Do you work out?" Yeah. I notice you also work out. Well, I guess murder this guy then. Bye. <laughs> and then, that's the thing too. Like, if um, Killian wasn't so mean to all the people that work for him. He might not be dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, so Sven kind of was like, fuck yeah. you, the same way Captain Freedom was like, fuck you, Killian. It's a great, I mean, this film also has great morals. Yeah. Be nice to people that you work with. Yeah. yeah. And fight for a cause. Yeah. All right. Every time he tried to be selfish and get away, he got pulled back in. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant movie. I like that Amber had a, an Uzi with a scope on it. <laughs> it's very important to scope up your Uzis. Yeah, right? scope up your Uzis. It's a, it's a, it's a right. precision that's, instrument. That's how you know it's a future weapon because that's unnecessary attachments. <laughs> those, those policemen suck, man. Those security guards—they'll just uh, yeah—they'll like walk in and get shot. Like it was just like seven different dudes walking in and then getting shot. The guy runs in and there's like eight of them in the corridor and he goes yeah, and like there's bullet holes. It's so hard to find a space where there wasn't a human. You just missed them all. It's ridiculous. But they completely opened fire when there were a lot of people there. There were a lot of innocent civilians in there. So many. And missed everybody. Yeah, and this is the rich people. These are people buying tickets to the running, man. Uh, I did like... So we also, we were intercutting with this and then with the Dynamo... um, Attempted rap scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which was horrifying. Yes. But also terrific that he died because nobody bothered to waterproof his suit. (laughs) So do they ever have like an episode of The Running Man where it's raining and someone goes like Dynamo and they go, well, we all know Dynamo can't go out, it's raining. (laughs) Watch out for that puddle, Dynamo. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Come on. Killian had uh, one of my favorite, this was my favorite line, um, is right at the end where Killian's in the chair and uh, Ben leans in and Killian goes, Drop dead, you bastard! And he goes, I don't do requests. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> he had a great one after this, though, because the Killian went down and then the, the net was gone. And so he went straight into the um, sign with the Padre Cola, which, uh, you know, and then he cut back to him and he goes, that really hit the spot. <laughs> Why did he explode? These things Because you always, uh, in the future, when you build one of those billboards, you always put... Uh, Just a tank of propane behind it. Tanks of propane behind it. <laughs> How many billboards do you think they've been through? Because the amount of pressure on whoever's job it is to put that net back must be very... Also, they put the net back... Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> Wait, but they oh, remembered to remove the net, but they still had the cameras going live. Yeah, very I don't know how he saw it. That's why it's such a meta uh, movie because, like, they're still broadcasting parts of it. Because I was just so. picturing Ben Richards standing there for a, a, what was approximately three minutes of a guy pencilling <laughs> through a deep. tube, and then he goes, "That hit the spot." <laughs> <laughs> Which I wish he had, like, he just said it to him. <laughs> and he was like, "We're gonna get out." He's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 little smoke comes up through the tube. <laughs> <laughs> he won't get billboard of this. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had like the best outro song. 
Oh, oh. <laughs> fucking change of pace. Oh wait, but they did the love interest when she comes in, and they did like musically and lighting cued the love interest. Of there was no development. That in was the problematic. Story. Yeah, it was problematic. So I um. I've just killed a lot of people and two of my friends have just been died. Been killed. <laughs> been died. Been died. Do you... Shall we kiss? Yeah. Should, should, yes. Well, I'm just going to assaulted, so I'm down. <laughs> oh, oh, to survive oh. a sexual attack. Yeah, she's like, no, I'm still in a great yeah. sense of shock. Yeah, this has been a fucking crazy day. I'm quite horny. This I'm quite horny at the moment. Yeah, this morning I was working out in my lingerie, and now, uh, firstly, I was told to go into work the day that I was kidnapped and almost forced to flee the country. But yeah, of course. I've got to be honest, it's well, rough being a woman. Um, so then we had the kill, killer outro song. Killer outro yeah. song. Can, can we quickly go back to Mick Fleetwood? Um, uh, <laughs> uh, please stand by, credits roll. This is where the movie brings me back in. Because after the credits roll for a bit, they run the the Running Man has been brought to you bit. Did you want? Did you, oh, no. you None of you watched through the credit. Um, wow. So when you get a little bit into the credits, they have uh, the announcer from the Running Man comes in and goes, "The Running Man has been brought to you by Breakaway Paramilitary wow. Uniforms, Ortho Pure, uh, Ortho Pure Pure Procreation Pills. Ooh, we can guess a boner pills." Uh, and Cadre Cola, it hits the spot. Promotional considerations paid for by, and then they go flamethrowers, electrical launchers, chainsaws, Killian's wardrobe is a thing. Um, <laughs> you can't, you can't go. Which we can guess a boner pills, and then like, look around like we all know what you're talking about. I mean, they're procreation. What's a boner? Uh, yeah, what is what is a boner? <laughs> Mike, you want to double down and ask who the kills are? No, and then it just goes through a whole. It does like a full. It does the full outro of the actual that. Running Man. Uh, I love, I love how massive that is. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, so don't worry. We'll probably play this, that at the end of this. Yeah. This is after the credits. This is during the credits. Oh, I know. So this is the, basically the pre-Marvel. Oh, mm. right. That's so cool. I like it. The guy even yeah. does his. He's like, I'm Phil. Hin- uh, I'm. He does. I'm Phil Hilton. Good night and take care. Nice. It does like a sign off, which is beautiful. That's so cool. And actually, we're going to sign off because that was The Running Man. Um, so we're going to do a short break and then we're going to be back to talk about some bits. Yeah. And we're back. Uh, it's time for us to jump into some segments. Our first one, of course, is uh, Hustler Trivia Baby. Hustler Trivia Baby. Yeah. Uh, first piece of trivia is, uh, Mike, you want to lead us off? When Arnold Schwarzenegger was running for governor, he rode around in a campaign bus and he named it after this film. It was called The Running Man. Oh, like, oh that's no, fucking no, He should have driven around in a van. Called it the running van. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Oh. Yeah, because you said the running man, and I thought, that's not what you should call a car. It's a car, it's not a person. Yeah. <laughs> the running bus. <laughs> the, the running <laughs> SUV, <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> a big running van would have made more sense. A big, well, I think the running man, He's. it's about him, right? Yeah, He's right. The yeah, true, 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 true. If it was a tour bus, then wonderful, and that's terrific. Yeah. If someone would have pitched it to him as the running van, and they would have gone for a long time. But I'm the man. Did Do you also know, have you seen me try and get into a van? <laughs> Next one, uh, Rob Cohen uh, purchased the rights to the uh, Richard Bachman novella, The Running Man, 
but he actually had no idea that Bachman was a pseudonym for Stephen King. This is actually a Stephen King book. Yeah, we just yeah. watched a Stephen King movie. Has, has anyone read the book? Is it a good book? No, I, like I do it. want to read it. Though. Yeah, I think it's... A, I think it's sort of the same but quite it's quite quite a bit different. but i was a little disappointed with the lack of haunted things what like it's I stephen king oh right disappointed by the lack of magical black people what about yafet kota <laughs> me too oh yeah he was pretty magical <laughs> there's a guy flying mate the black, <laughs> yeah. uh, the black guy flying with a, with a flame gun come on it's pretty and magical. dressed in like that silver the chainmail, which is also heat resistant. It's not I true. love this hard not true. <laughs> There's two grey streaks. Yeah, he yeah that was awesome. I was hoping my entire life I would grey that way. It hasn't worked. He got, the, he got a Donkey Kong death. It was a Donkey Kong death because he, he was killed wow. like having barrels thrown at him. Well, he's burnt. No, he's killed happened. by big burnt. No. Earlier, there were some barrels thrown at him. <laughs> That's right, eh? He's, he's just going... <laughs> yeah, just like Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> The third and final piece of trivia, the big dance number at the start of the Running Man show was choreographed by Paula Abdul. Whoa, you can tell. You can tell. They had a lot of sass. All it needed was an animated cat. (laughs) Oh, she's she's that lady. (laughs) Yeah, she's that lady. So let's jump into Das Reboot. Das Reboot. Who would you cast and what do they do? We live in a time of reboots, of reboots, of reboots. Josiah, what's your reboot of The Running Man? Right, okay, The Running Man. The Running Man. Let me see. Let me see the scene. Can't have Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's too old. I don't think he can run anymore. He... <laughs> so he's out. He's not in it. What we do have? Who can run? Who's who is the Running Man of our generation? Usain Bolt. That's a good. I was going to say Nick Willis, but it's too <laughs> Who's Nick Willis? He's, he's third place, and he's our jogger. Isn't he? Oh, is he? Like a different person? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I feel really bad. If it is, then I feel really bad. I feel bad. like you've named like a famous New Zealand yeah. athlete. Yes, is none of us. This makes me so happy. So Nick Wallace, who Wallace, uh, Wallace. Nick Wallace. I thought he was a big deal. He is, if you know who he is. I don't, well, now I'm not sure if I've made a person up because no one else knows. I'm who also he is. okay for you to make a person up. Nick Ian Willis, M N Z M, is a New Zealand middle distance runner. In the country's only two-time Olympic medalist in the 1500 meters. Oh, shame on us. Shame on us. Shame on us. Listeners, if you didn't know who Nick Willis is, then get out there Fuck and you. consume some. <laughs> Fuck you if you don't know. He's out there with a Nick gun. Get All right. some culture yeah. in oh, can, can I say, you said Nick Wallace accidentally before. Nick Wallace, this is true, is the son of Sir Tim Wallace. Sir Tim Wallace is one of the original chopper boys who were down in the South Island. He didn't invent the Nick gun, but one of his, one of his contemporaries invented the Nick gun. Is that true? That is true. Oh my god, I'm learning. Why do you know so much about the net gun? Because they hang out with the Wallaces, they're insane, they're always inventing guns and shit. Well, guess what? Nick Wallace is in the film too. (laughs) He's the guy who fires the net gun? Yeah. (laughs) That's him, that's his character. So far you've got Nick Wallace, uh, uh, a middle distance runner, and Nick Wallace... Uh, the son of <laughs> son of a Nick Wallace, who was a, a, a chopper pilot now as well. Is he? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, also like Nick Wallace, like you actually have the elements. It's Wallace and Willis. You have Wallace and the chopper, and you have the guy who can run. They're just chasing each other out. So now all we can need we is have Bruce Killian. Willis as the back. Can we have Bruce Willis as David Killian? So it's Nick Wallace, Ooh, Wallace, yes. and Willis. Yeah. Uh, oh. uh, and they all can't understand each other, and it's called. What are you talking about, Wallace? Wallace. Oh, Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, Wallace that's Wallace my Wallace. idea. <laughs> what you talking about, Willis Wallace? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what you talking about, can Wallace and Willis? Gary Coleman can be a stalker. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, which it would be quite surreal because he is actually dead, so we'd have to digitally map him on. Oh my. Is Gary Coleman dead? Did you just find out that Gary Coleman died? What? Are you sure? Did you get your phone up to find out? Oh, Who is Gary Coleman's the black guy, eh? The little black guy. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah is he yeah. dead? Yes. Uh, he also did not have a good run of it. Oh, he died in 2010? Yes. yes. Oh. I'm so, so sorry for you to find out this way. Okay. Uh, so is maybe there... they can all wear striped shirts and it's just they're looking for, like, where's Willis? Where's Willis? <laughs> <laughs> so the running man, you're going to flip it now. So obviously, it's the for, hiding for, man. For, it's the hiding man, <laughs> and instead of it being in a deserted part of LA, in a post-apocalyptic LA, it's set in beautiful, like very filled touristy areas. Well, everyone so there's a similarly, and he gets helped by a wizard who's played by uh, Mick Fleetwood, <laughs> <laughs> and there's a, a female version, and then there's a dog. Oh man, that'd be good. The dog's name is um, Wilson. Play, the dog's played by Owen Dog. Wilson's character from... I mean, that on a volleyball from Castaway. The dog's a walk. Here's a pet volleyball. The, the dog in your reboot that was not present in the original film has now been cast as a volleyball voiced by Owen Wilson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, this seems like it's somehow become very much a, a pop movie. <laughs> Yeah, just like a smoke pot and watch this ah. surreal movie. <laughs> a pot movie? What the hell are you talking about, you mad? We're making spaghetti or something. What are you talking about? This is um, high quality cinema. So, other than the um, Finding Willis narrative. I love the idea that the only thing with the, the volleyball says is, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Come on, boy, oh. we've got to go. Wow. Wow, that's so true. Here, I'll pick you up. You're having trouble running. Wow. <laughs> Which would be the the hardest part of that is that marketing it in the different countries because in uh, New Zealand and England and Australia, of course, it's uh, where's Wally? Willie. Where's Willie in the UK? Mm-hmm. Is it? No, it's, no, it's not. It's where's that's Wally different... in New Zealand, right? Yeah, yeah we're gonna go past it. Where's Willie? Wait, but in the US, it's where's Waldo? Is it? Yeah. What's Where's Willy? I feel like that's the game Dynamo was playing. Oh, that's ruined everything. Oh, I am so sad to have found out that it's Where's Willy. So what's his name? Is his name Waldo or William? Go Ooh, some weird we're places. going some weird places. How does this end? I don't, you don't want to spoil it now, though, do you? Oh, or is it, you do, I you was do. thinking that he would, um, he finally makes it up. He gets to Bruce Willis slash Killian. Yeah. All right. And, and, uh, and then he's like putting Killian into the stripy shirt. And, uh, and, and and Killian turns to him, and Killian's like, "I'll find you." And oh, then man. and then uh, Willis only on a Wallace, Awesome, that sounds great. I love it. We did it. Woo! A lot of money going to Wallace's, Willis's, and <laughs> Waldo's. Waldo's. Shout out to my good friend Nick Wallace. I'm back, baby. It's the sequel. Uh, Josh Thompson. That's me. Hollywood is calling. Yes. All right. Now, I know you have a lot of ideas you want to pitch to them, but that's not what we're here for today. Okay. What we're here for today is The Running Man has been a huge success. Yes. Uh, it was an okay success. Uh, it's become a cult phenomenon, but um, at the box office, it did all right. Um, but we're making a sequel regardless. Yes. What do you want that sequel to be? Okay. I had, unfortunately, I had several ideas. Now, I think... I think the most logically good one to do would be to do to find Arnie's missing brother. So after this whole thing, he escapes yeah. and stuff. But Arnold's brother's still missing. Went to the apartment to try to find him. He's not there. 
that apparently wasn't a problem for him, but it turns out it was. So in the second <laughs> movie, he goes uh, through the underground. He's trying to find his lost brother. His brother's gotten caught up in some sort of corporate world, um, and uh, uh, he tries to talk him out of it um, because his brother turns out as part of the problem. Um, but uh, did you cast the brother? Yeah, it's me. Oh, the brother played by Josh Thomas, Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. still played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. I like um, it. Yeah, and it's um, just like, a, it's like twins, so you guys don't look at, at all like each other. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it's um, it's very chatty. It's no action whatsoever. It's just a couple of couple of brothers constantly talking about stuff. Did you describe the movie as chatty? Yeah, <laughs> it's like a my chatty. dinner with Andre kind of situation. Yeah, I think so. I haven't seen it or know what you're talking about, but I, I think it's, waiting for Godot. Uh, I feel like now I'm getting more. Yeah, it's like a Russian existential play, is what it's like. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you find out that nothing Don't changes worry. in the end, um, and it's quite frustrating. But then I thought um, I had another idea, which was um, what, what, this this board game is. This, this, they made all this board game. They put that out into the into the wild. There must be a lot of them. Um, out there so what happens is kind of like a Jumanji thing where the board game gets lost and then somewhere even more in the future they find the running man and it's called the running man home alone edition so it's kind of like a futuristic home alone where this Jumanji meets home alone in the future and the kid opens the running man and what happens is the kid is getting like attacked by different stalkers and it's the kid wasting the stalkers one after the other wow yeah it's an amazing amazing. like a Killian like still like commentating over it yeah, because he's he's in the game. It's like because yeah. it's future. He's like a, a little hologram of of Killian. Um, uh, that's probably a better movie. Yeah, uh, if you had to cast that kid, do you have someone who you would put in that position? Yep, that kid would be played by me. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I think Josh, uh, are you having trouble getting cast? No, you? no, not at all, not at all. Just saying, I've copyrighted this, and, and I'll be playing the child. Um, um, and uh, are we going to digitally make you into a child, like a little man situation? No, I think it's still pretty good. Okay, yeah, yeah. But then I was I wasn't sure. Uh, <laughs> so we got the missing brother one, and then we got uh, Running Man Home Alone edition. Well, you got a third. Yeah, I got a third one. Uh, it's kind of what I probably would like to see the most, and that is, um, uh, it's called. Uh, so, so, so you've got Ben Richards, mm-hmm. right, and um, Sven, and it's called Sven and Ben, and it's just Sven the bodyguard and um, uh, Ben Richards just hanging out, having conversations with each other that neither of them understand, and then it, so they talk for about forty-five minutes. No one understands each other, and they stare at each other for another forty-five minutes, and then the movie finishes. Okay. <laughs> Which sounds like a uh, very art house. This yeah, well, it's, a, it's, it's two, two very old bodybuilders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just filmed on a beach in black <laughs> and white. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, what's the setting for it? <laughs> it's on a beach. Seven Seal? Is that what it's <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven Seal, yeah. <laughs> There's a chessboard between them. They don't play, though, because... <laughs> is that Death? Is that, what's this? Uh, Ingrid Bergman? Ber- 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 it's like a Swedish. Yeah, it's yeah, the, yeah. yeah. yeah of course. One of them speaking French, if I'm speaking Japanese. Oh, it's a classic. It's a classic battle of uh, minds. Um, so yeah, I think <laughs> just that... I just had the perfect like. I, I don't need to be a part. Of it. I don't know what's happening. Then <laughs> also, to be honest, the three between the three of us, we barely knew what was happening. Uh, uh, we know exactly what's happening. That'll be the most profitable movie, I think. I'm mainly it's... referencing that one scene in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Those are like three good movies. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest, Sven and Ben is pretty niche. But uh, I, um, I, to be, I thought Sven and Ben was going to be like a buddy cop. Like I thought that was going to be hitting it out of the park. But I'm very intrigued to just yeah, see that it. could be a buddy cop. Like, but they've already kind of like the problem is when you change society and like make the world better. It's kind of that's enough. I think. Yeah. So I think Sven and Ben have earned their time to just sort of chill on the beach and just sort of 
and stare at each other for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do when you retire. And then right at the end, they just, he just, like, one of them just pulls out a needle and then the other one just goes, steroids. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's cool. the reveal. Yeah, that's the steroids. That's a punchline. They're both deaf. He goes, "Yours is steroids," and then the other guy goes, "Huh?" And then the other guy goes, "Huh?" And that goes on for ninety minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're moving. It, we're moving on. <laughs> uh, Final thoughts. How did this movie hold up? What did you think about it, Josh? Josh, Josh how about you? <laughs> Look, I really liked it. Um, I, 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 um, I saw it when I was little, and I, I was kind of like cool because people were like cutting each other's in half with like chainsaws and stuff. But then watching it, I, I really liked. It. I thought it was pretty well made. Um, and there was like uh, the acting's not the best from Arnold, but he's so charismatic and it doesn't really matter. Um, I just thought it was, I, I actually really liked it. I really, I really liked it, and it was uh, fun going back and reliving moments from my childhood. Uh, but yeah, genuinely, genuinely, probably the best film I've ever seen in my entire life. So <laughs> I, would, I, I would thoroughly recommend. If you haven't seen it, go and watch it. I I love this movie because as a kid, it was just dumb, fun, crazy, over the top violence um, with a weird, silly, futuristic thing. As an adult, I really appreciate all of the world building, all the little bits that they put in. You know, the cadre cola, the fact that that's in the vending machine, the fact that Cokes in the vending machine were $6, and oh, like geez. all of these other weird little things. Apparently there's a keypad that has, goes up to 12 in a scene. There's that wing-dinged keypad. You know, there's all of these fun little things. I think that it could have been tightened up but I had, a, I had a really fun time hanging out with Ben I don't Richards. Think, and, and the thing to realise is that the guy who directed this movie was a TV director. Uh, he worked on MASH and he wasn't actually a yeah, feature right, film director. Right. So because of that, it was quite limited in its scope, I feel like, especially for the action sequences, which is what it kind of depended on. Yeah. Um, and also I think the plot, the way that I dealt with, it was a scathing indictment of reality TV, which hadn't really happened just yet. Mm. And the violence of it and the kind of very 80s thing around, like, the audience members getting really excited about board games and just physical things, even though their society was falling apart and everyone lived in a police state. I know it, it's a cool sci-fi film that has some B-level action in it, and it could have been great, but it's just good. But the sci-fi part of it, like they nailed reality TV, like yeah, yeah, how yeah, important yeah, really the cool. casting is, yeah. how much we kind of uh, lie to the audience, um, you know, how curated that experience is. And the idea that, like, once you're in it, you can't really do anything but be in it. There's That's... a lot of cool shit. It's, it's worth a watch. Is this, was it out before Rollable? Uh, no, Rollable's over now. Rollable's 70s. And really, yeah, Rollable's solid as well. Uh, yeah. If, if you're into, if you enjoyed this, then Rollable's definitely one to watch. Perfect. Well, that has been uh, The Running Man. Oh, can I, can I just quickly go back to Mick Fleetwood? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just had, uh, okay, any plugs? Uh, uh, yeah, any plug, Josiah, where can we find you? Never, never, ever, nowhere. Don't come looking, I'm not there. You've stayed consistent. Yeah. I like that. Josh Thompson, if we needed uh, to find you online. Uh, yeah, um, I've, uh, um, I, I would, uh, you can find me, uh, I'm in the new letters of Monkey, I play Pigsy, and um, if you might be lucky to find Subject Dead, which is a web series online. Might be Jerry Locked in New Zealand. Apart from that, you'd see my friendly face on Twitter and Instagram. Nice. Check him out, Josh Thompson. Um, Tidy I, plug. Mm, yeah. mm. Who is it? Mr. John Tom, Mr. Josh Thompson, I wanted to say, well, that's my father. But I missed the opportunity. Yeah. And now I've brought <laughs> Mr. Said, Josh Thompson is my father. Yeah, but that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> when you said Tidy plug, I wanted to say, uh, that's my nickname. <laughs> <laughs>
That's the first episode of season three. Oh, thank you so much for joining us and Josh Thompson and Josiah Day for talking with us about The Running Man. That's right. That was me. I was the man running. The Running Man. Yes, indeed you were, Arnie. Uh, next week we're going to be delving into the Cold War with Red Heat. Right, because my accent is totally interchangeable with that of a Russian. Yeah, kind of. It's going to be very exciting. I can't wait. I, I imagine this will be an amazing movie. I'm Stephen Lyons. And I'm Mike Kevin. And please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or whatever podcast app that you're using. It really helps us to reach new listeners. Also, if you want to get in touch, we actually set up an email for you. It's very exciting for us. Uh, you can email us at uh, backcatalog at acerbicsherbet.com. Thanks again. And this has been I'll Be Back Catalog. That's right. Now run out of here. Get out of here. Come on. You can always come back for a rerun or a re-listen. Running Man has been brought to you by Breakaway Paramilitary Uniforms, Ortho Pure Procreation Pills, and Cadre Cola. It hits the spot. Promotional considerations paid for by Kelton Flamethrowers, Wainwright Electrical Launchers, and Hammond and Gates Chainsaws. Damon Gillian's Wardrobe by Chez Antoine, 19th century craftsmanship for the 21st century man. Cadre Trooper and Studio Guard sidearms provided by Colchester, the Pistol of Patriots. Remember, tickets for the ICS Studio Tour are always available for Class A citizens in good standing. If you'd like to be a contestant on The Running Man, send a self-addressed stamped envelope to ICS Talent Hunt, care of your local affiliate, and then go out and do something really despicable. I'm Phil Hilton. Good night and take care.